Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. In case you're wondering, that's the new Sam Smith tune. Featuring Kim Petras. It's a, got a cool, cool vibe. I kind of like it. It's kind of like, sounds like it should be in a movie. Don't you think? Yeah. Ah. And that little, that hook, that little like. Yeah. I think I nailed it. Anybody know? All right, wait, turn it down. Anybody know what the lyrics are? Daddy did something at the body shop. He's something unholy. I think it's about an affair. I think it might even be about like a gay man who does it with a woman or something. Wow. Now Steve will never like to hear it again. <laughs> it is called unholy. It already was on his list. Honestly, this is what Sam Smith needed oh, it's for his yeah. career. Okay. Well, because like all his songs were kind of like sad sap, yeah, poor, poor me sort of thing. Which, yeah, you know, hey, yeah, you know. heartbreaking and that type but of thing. But this is like I'm gonna do unholy things and like it. Yeah, Sam Sam Smith, his original song, which was called, oh, it was it was sort of upbeat. It was great. Oh, it's like a one. Was it the one that Tom Petty sued him for? Mm, maybe. I didn't know about that. It was like a one word title. I feel like. And it had this really like cool beat to it. It was upbeat, but not crazy upbeat. And then he went ballad heavy for a while. And I was like, oh, man, I need like a Sam Smith song with a little more oomph to it. You've mm-hmm. got it. You've got it. Let's see. His singles. Uh, Money on my... Well, that was in the UK. What what hit it big over here? Stay With Me? That was the one That's that got sued one. by that, Tom That was Petty. a good one. Um, his first hit single. Here we go. This is great. Why did he get, get oh. sued by Tom Petty? Because <laughs> it was like, stay with me. Well, I won't back down. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go with the chord progression around. again. I just accidentally searched Sam Smith first hit dingle. <laughs> dingle. What was Different his first results. hit dingle? Ding, dang, jiggly, do. Um, come on. I got I, I, I won't be able to focus if I don't get this now. What the heck was the name of this song, guys? Well, I was just looking at his discography. Discography. He had, uh, <laughs> he had some bigger hits in like England than he did here. Like Promises with Calvin Harris went to number one, just sixty-five here. Okay, wait, Too good just... at goodbyes. Dance oh, that's a good one. Blossom, blossom. All right, are we going to have to sit here while Steve's blossom. reading the internet? Money on My Mind was his first UK single. All right, I'll try to find it. 
I think Stay With Me was his first big hit. Lay no. Me Down? Does that do anything for you? No. Dang it. Never been this bad. <laughs> Are you thinking of Yosemite Sam? No, and I'm, and you'll play the song. You'll be like, "This is great." Backoff. <laughs> yeah. Marmont. <laughs> wow, man, what's the name of it? Somebody knows. Can someone email us, please? Do this anymore? Beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. 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 All right, guys. Big winner at the CMAs. I know, Rocco, you're on the edge of your seat. Yeah, I didn't watch it just because I was hoping you'd tell me about it right here and right oh, now. Oh, thanks. Uh, Luke Combs won Entertainer of the Year. Uh, it was his second year taking home the big one. His album also won Album of the Year. We had Peyton Manning and Luke Bryan um, hosting. They did okay. They oh, yeah, fun. how'd they do? They were fine. I think they started off a little shaky, but eventually they they were fine. I have a hard time telling these two Lukes apart. What's your trick? Luke Bryan and Luke Combs? Yeah. They look completely different and sound nothing alike. Okay, I'm okay. going to use helps. that tip. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Um, Is that an official tip? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Time for a tip. <laughs> um, there was a Loretta Lynn tribute. Um, just, I'm just, well, I heard about an Alan Jackson tribute, right? Alan Jackson, yes, was really great. Um, also, Jody Messina showed up, which was a nice surprise. Uh, Chris Stapleton took male vocalist. Female went to Lainey Wilson. Duo went to Brothers Osborne. And Group of the Year went to Old Dominion. That's very cool. Did you find the song? I did. Okay. You heard my snap of excitement? I sure did. Latch. Mm. Sam Smith, Latch. I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. Does it Why? A baby and what are you, anti-breastfeeding? Yeah, guys, that's a beautiful thing when the baby latches onto the mother's nipple. It hurts. Um, it can if their latch isn't right, which is when usually the partner needs to get a pinky in and go into the corner of the baby's mouth so that they open it more. Is this <sighs> it? You remember this song? No. Oh, it's a great jam. It's a really good driving song. In fact, I'm probably going to go drive on 212 after the show and listen to this. Okay, great. Just an exit or two. It's a short song. Keep it between the lines. There it is. You guys remember this at all? Not Not at all. Nope. Really? Now, wait. The the chorus is going to smack, and you guys are going to lose your minds. You're going to remember it. I don't know if we are. Here we go. Oh, sorry, it wasn't some song about a pickup truck getting broken down and finding love with the woman who comes to tow you home. Yeah, go ahead, Donna. <laughs> what did that? That one took an award, didn't it, last night? <laughs> <laughs> that was the full title. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I don't think country music has ever sounded this good. There's some really good music out there right now. I like Morgan Wallen's songs that I have heard, mm-hmm. and I've only heard snippets of them on this radio station. Mm. Chris Stapleton. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Bruce Springsteen is going to be on four episodes of The Tonight Show. Bruce. So I guess he's doing some kind of takeover. He's going to be promoting his soul covers album, Only the Strong Survive. That comes out tomorrow, by the way. Uh, so this coming Monday, the 14th, he'll be Jimmy's guest and musical performer. Then... He'll return on Tuesday through Wednesday 
um, just to perform. And then he'll be on again for Thanksgiving. I thought maybe he was going to be sitting in with the band all night because they'll do that That'd sometimes. Be fun. You know, where they're sort of. I like it. that. Rocco, can you do uh, your impression of how uh, Jimmy Fallon, the excitable late night host, will probably be reacting as he introduces the first of four nights in a row with the boss? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's like, oh my God. This guy, oh my God. I, I'm so excited. Something like that. That was it. That's okay. great. Oh my God. He's a terrible interviewer. He's a fun conversationalist okay i'll give you that i don't turn yeah right whose late night interviews do you love though i I kind of like um uh, what's his name colbert he'll dig in a little more one of my favorites is uh his conversation (laughs) you guys will love this when he talks with um outspoken atheist ricky gervais Mm. very funny man colbert is uh very not atheist Mm-hmm. And so they and they're both very smart and articulate and they have a really that's a fun little like six minute YouTube watch. Hmm. Yeah, they go just tit for tat. But I was like, oh, to your point, I was like, wow, Colbert's really going in here on this. But yeah, he has a way of asking questions. He's a really smart guy. Stephen yeah. Colbert. Yeah. New Jersey guy. Thanks. Wow. By the way, uh, Wait, no. Springsteen. I think. Yeah. I, Colbert's like from South Carolina or something. I think that's right. But I think he lives in New Jersey. Okay. Because his kid went to school with one of my friend's kids. You saw his private helicopter flying into Manhattan once when you were driving by Fountains of Wayne. Bruce Springsteen's, which I do every time (laughs) I go home. Every time. Rocco's in a mood this morning. I know. (laughs) I'm I'm ready. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's first time performing on the show also. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Oh, What's Jimmy Fallon going to say about that? I didn't know it was a debut for Bruce Springsteen. Yep. He's going to be really pumped. Yeah, they said, you know, he was on his, whatever uh, Fallon's last show was, the, the 11th oh, like show, oh, but never yeah. this one. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Rocco. Yeah, I read the article. I'm a big fan. Okay. Of Bruce or, or uh, Mostly him? Bruce. Articles. Oh. Kind of mm-hmm. bored with the Soul Covers album, but, uh, you know, I might give it a listen. I'd check it out. I like how Bruce Spring, uh, we're up against the clock. We got to go. Oh, fine. I was going to say, I like how he looks right now. Yeah, he looks great. The weathered black and white photos do him well, you know, with wheat and barley blowing in the background, and he's wearing (laughs) like four layers. It looks good on him. I I genuinely mean that. Um, When we come back, you know, there's a suicide prevention line, which is really important. It's 988 is the number that you can dial now. It turns out there are other mental health warm lines. We'll tell you about them, uh, what you can expect, and what would we call for? We'll get into that when we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We also got What's His Face here. Plum, plum, DJ Rock Lobster. Hello. 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 Steve Patterson also. <laughs> that was big in 98, remember? No. Seinfeld. Oh. The belly button that talked? Hello. Uh. Mm. <laughs> All right, great. Okay. Good talking to you. <sighs> Was he sponge worthy? <laughs> Seinfeld, yeah. He's not sponge Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No soup for you. Uh, right? Yeah, All right. definitely. All right. So, 
You Should have we have that as a sounder when Brian doesn't pick up the phone when we do What's the Soup? Shouldn't we have the soup Nazi from Seinfeld? No yes. soup for you. Oh, okay, we're kinda... You know, some people get really bothered by not knowing what the soup is. Brenda had sent us a couple of emails. I, I wasn't sure which way to read that because she was like, what's the soup? Ah, She's like, it's driving me crazy. What like is maybe, it? Okay, I, I took it as like, I hate this segment. It's oh, driving no. me crazy. No, no it's look the at best the time segment stamp. we've got. Yeah, that's the truth of the matter. <laughs> she sent it right after he didn't pick up. Like yeah. a little weenie. Mm-hmm. Again. Here's the thing, guys. He's not in. He has a sick child at home. Okay. You feel good about yourself now? <laughs> you know, Donna, whose side are you on anymore? Just wanted to defend my buddy. <laughs> you have to stay home when you have a sick kid. Do you have a story you want to share? I do. Are you okay. finished with your love affair with the head of our Hubbard Cafe? He's my friend. <laughs> okay. There's a there's a number that you can call now, the Suicide Prevention Hotline, and it's great that this is out there. It's easy to remember. It's 988. And there used to be a different number, and it's, it's this is easy for everybody to remember. You know, as the years go by, everybody will know. 911 in an emergency, 988 if you're ever thinking about taking your own life call that number immediately that being said turns out there are also something called warm lines like that's a hotline like 988 we're getting somebody we're talking we're talking to you um out of your point of crisis there's a website warmline.org hmm. and they have a directory with a ton of numbers listed by state some of them operate 24 7 they're usually run by trained volunteers who have dealt with their own issues in the past so people who can relate, people who know what you're going through. Some of these warm lines have time limits to make sure that people don't take advantage. That could be, hey, you have 20 minutes to talk with somebody or you have an hour to talk with somebody. But others let you talk as long as you need to. They're a little less intimidating for some people than actual hotlines. I don't know why necessarily, but maybe it's just a bit more of a laid back feel. So it's another option if you're feeling overwhelmed or you just need to vent. I wonder if there's like a vent about coworkers line on their warm lines. <laughs> you need someone to talk to. Um, yeah, but they have a, you, if you go to, again, it's warmline.org, there's a whole list of them. Interesting. Okay. What would you like to pick up the phone and call someone that is an uninterested third party but could kind of talk you through something? Like, would you like a vent line? It feels like people would call that, that just a vent. That would be fun. Yeah, I like... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just random venting. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That'd be because right now I think people just do that online. But if you just had a phone number that you could call and say, okay, I need to tell you about this guy at work. His his name is Mako, and he's just <laughs> chapping me. And then if they were not just listening, but occasionally would be like, yeah, he does. He sounds like a real, you know, pain or whatever. It would be it would be helpful. Yeah, like what if your coworker is super hopped up on energy drinks, right? Manufactured by a wacko. Mailbag. Okay. Mail time. Mail time. Gonna, if, I'm gonna get. I mean, just relentlessly attack on the show today. Oh crap! Where did it go? <laughs> What's it about? Dang it! I, it was about the energy drink. Oh, the person who said that you're all hepped up, and what? What's our content? The but person who said, it. what's your content today? Just thieves, energy, and poop? It's <laughs> like, that about sums up the show every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dang, no, someone who was saying that they were, uh, they appreciated Hopped Up Steve. Guess what I don't have in me right now? Bang. You got no bang. I'm 300 milligrams south of where I'd like to be in terms of a caffeine standpoint, but here I am. Ah, oh, dang it. May I read an email from Darren? Sure. Sorry, Donna. Soup line segment has been canceled. Love you. Bye. <laughs> All right, Darren. So, wait, what's been canceled? Soup. See, not everybody likes it. There's my clompers out there. I've been kind of spread. In the newsletter, I've been kind of trying what? to. Wait. The clomper been... newsletter. How many people <laughs> subscribe clomper? to it? <laughs> hey, I do want to propose another segment idea. Okay. Maybe okay. we don't do soup. I really want to do. What's going on? What do you do here? No, we tried that. Yeah, what do you do here? We tried that, and we That's a called one. Doris, and she was like, there were a bunch of things that she couldn't tell us. We've already burned a bridge with putting someone on the air that mm-hmm. didn't want to be on the air. This is, it is soup or or die. No, <laughs> Why I, would I, we I, overthink the soup? People love the soup. No. This I want always to know happens. what kind of people are working here. Like, what do they do? Like, there's probably job descriptions that we're not aware of. There's a lot of people who work in this building. I know. I get that. It would be interesting, but I don't think it would go over well in terms of permission standpoint. We could give them an email ahead of time. 651-641-1071. We're playing a game next. Okay. On the line, it is 10.30, and we do this every day. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. See how smart you are. I also, uh, it is November 10th. It is International Accounting Day. Uh, maybe we want to grab an accountant from down the hall and find out what do you do here? Yeah. 
I did put out a feeler to uh, our friend Angela from accounting. We'll see if she uh, responds. Oh, she's in accounting, huh? Well, yeah. I don't think she's an accountant, but I think she helps those that account. Hey, sorry oh. I blew up. I know. We can find out what she does here. Okay. Yeah. What's, um, uh... Yes? What's, uh... Like, what are they... Every day, is it Excel sheets every single day for accountants? I don't know, man. Let's find Ooh. out. Like I said, I, I put out an email to Angela. We'll see if she responds. Where's freaking Shibes when we need her? Yeah. Is she... Does yeah. she do accounting? I, I imagine that's part of her job. Of Shibes being She's senior? kind of a man, you know, business manager. Oh, okay. I don't know. Right. Let's find out what Abby does. What do you do here, Abby? She's on the phone. If she Hi, wins, Abby. if she picks the right person who knows more about uh, accountants in uh, movies... Uh, she will win a pair of movie passes to see She Said, a thrilling drama that tells the story of how two New York Times reporters helped launch the hashtag MeToo movement Tuesday, November 15th. AMC Rosedale. Hello, Abby. Hi, Abby. Hello. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. It's nice mm-hmm. to talk to you. Okay. So what's Can coming up next in your day, Abby? Oh, yeah, loud and clear. Um, what's coming up next <laughs> in your day, Abby, after you play this game? What am I doing after this? Yeah. I am going on a tour for work with some meeting planners. We're going to show them some hotels around the Twin Cities. Oh, that's very fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> wife used to do that kind of work, and she really enjoyed it. I bet there's a an excitement when you're putting something together, and it all culminates in some big event where people are milling about. It must be very satisfying. Yeah, it is. Hmm. And I'm Donna Valentine. <laughs> Donna's not interested in what you have going on. No, I don't I know am. why. I don't know why. I certainly am. Well, I've lined up three movies where accountants, uh, you know, play a role. Uh, and I'm going to quiz you on them. And uh, then we'll see who knows more about it. If Abby picks the right person, a person she can help at some point, uh, she'll win those movie tickets to She Said, like I said. <laughs> Who do you think knows more about accountants in cinema, Abby, Donna or Steve? I'm going to go with Donna. Uh-oh. That's probably okay. good. I'm, but that is a blind spot for me, accountants in cinema. So, all right, I'll take a break. All right, bye, Steve. Bye. All right, Abby, stand by. Okay, there she goes. Um, Ready, Donna? Okay. These are songs about accounting... Um, goes like this. Uh, in fact, there was a movie in 2016 called The Accountant. Oh. It was about a math savant who uncooks the books for a new client. That, and then the Treasury Department closes in on his activities and the body count starts to rise. Oh, God. That's what IMDb told me, at least. Who played that accountant? I'm going to say... It was Ben Affleck. In Ghostbusters, he played an accountant possessed by Vince Clortho, keymaster of Gozer, searching for Zool, the gatekeeper. I can't remember the guy's name. He got beat up in New York City not too long ago. How about the 1987 movie where Cher plays a Brooklyn bookkeeper who falls for Nicolas Cage, the brother of her fiancé? That's Moonlight. Moonlight? Moonstruck, yes. Moonstruck. Okay. And the second one, what's that guy's name? Is he still with us? He's he the guy with the glasses. Okay, we're going to go to Abby and see if she can help me with number two. Okay, Abby. The one she says she is having uh, trouble with is this one. In Ghostbusters, he played an accountant possessed by Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer, 
searching for Zool, the gatekeeper. Do you remember that actor? I do not. I'm no help. <laughs> That's okay. She I feels don't good think... about the other two. Yeah, I don't think Steve's going to get the first one. So at the worst, it may be a tie. So we'll take yep. the hit. We'll take the hit. All right, come on, Steve. Okay, Steve, he is there. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Hi. Um, how you doing? Really good. I'm excited. I'm okay. Well, these accountants. are questions about uh, accountants in cinema. I think you've seen maybe a couple of these movies. Perhaps this one. This one's just from 2016. It was actually called The Accountant. Here's how IMDb describes it. As a math savant uncooks the books for a new client, the Treasury Department closes in on his activities, and the body count starts to rise. Who do you think played that accountant? Ben Affleck. In Ghostbusters, he played an accountant possessed by Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer, searching for Zool the Gatekeeper. Oh, what's his face? Rickman. No, no. Reitman. Keep going. Okay, 1987 movie where Cher plays a Brooklyn bookkeeper who falls for Nicolas Cage, the brother of her fiancé. Leaving Las Vegas. Nope. Yes. Raising Arizona. <laughs> Those are both Nicolas Cage movies. Congratulations. I'm going to go with Leaving Las Vegas. Okay. Um, We'll go back to the beginning. You both got this one. What happened to the budget for our music? What do you mean? You don't I have... didn't hear any music. Oh, you didn't? That's oh, uh, that's interesting. Can there you was hear music. Really? I hear nothing. Okay, how about can you hear... Come on now, let's talk some money. Still nothing. Okay, that's interesting. Oh my gosh. We'll have to tell the people. We'll I have... thought the whole time I was just like, oh, this game is so stupid because the music adds so much. Wow. All right, but well, everyone maybe... else heard it. Whatever. Okay, I'll talk. I'll alert engineering. Uh, you guys both got Ben Affleck for number one, the accountant. Mm-hmm. Um, only Donna got uh, Rick. No, did you come up with Rick Moranis? You did I not. didn't. I knew who I was thinking of, but That's I never right. said you the said name. it's the guy that got beat up Damn. in New York City. It was in fact Rick Moranis, mm. but Donna did get moonstruck. Steve did toss out a couple of Nicolas Cage <sighs> movies, but did not come up with the right one. That means Abby will get uh, passes yeah! to see. She said at AMC Rosedale. Yay, Abby! Sweet. Thank you. Thanks, Donna, for sharing the team. Oh, (laughs) thanks for picking me. Yay. Yay. Okay, hang on the line. Rocco's going to get get your info. info. I'll alert engineering that Steve can't hear my uh, button stuff. But I can hear you loud and clear. Let me hear if I hear the intro to the next segment. Can we get tipsy? Yeah, hit tipsy, Don. I wasn't going to, but okay, that's fine. Time for a tip. Can you hear it? Yeah, I got that. Okay, interesting. Okay. Ah, maybe there's a button on Rocco's side yeah, that he has to, to push down. Um, I before we get tipsy, if we do, um, something we didn't follow up on yesterday was phrases that we judge people for. Oh yeah, we talked about that this morning. That was this morning. <laughs> Wow, that felt like a long that time was ago. Roughly, yeah, seventy-five <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Just to clear, but yeah, we have a lot of emails coming in. Yes, and I thought uh, we could go over some. Really, that was this morning, huh? You, Don, and I were talking about it. Amaze balls. Oh, it was after the Kim Kardashian. We started the show with Kim K this morning. I could have sworn that yesterday, around this time, <laughs> we brought this topic up. We didn't, you know. Huh? 
There definitely was a, an hour ago. So I just want I just wanted to say that not to throw you under the bus, but just for anyone listening, like, wait a minute. Wasn't that today? Well, do you want today. to hear some of them? I'd love to. Okay. Cool beans. Yeah, that's so lame. Cool beans. It's funny that they're taking aim at that. Cool beans to me feels like the person's just loosey goosey, trying to have a good time, keep it light. No, it's you know what gets me when people call women gals. Instead of, uh, I'd much rather hear girl than gal. Gal is so, so, uh, what's the what name about of that show with uh, Opie? Oh, uh, Leave it to Beaver? No. The Andy Griffith Show. Andy Griffith Show. Yeah, kind of reminds me of that, like Mayberry-like. Oh, she's a nice gal. Oh, interesting. I hate that. Uh, Brooke says she can't stand it when people say, I seen, I seen this guy. Yeah. She goes, it makes you sound like a podunk hillbilly. (laughs) (laughs) Podunk. (laughs) Um, MC, because we were talking about it this morning with Don, he had chimed in off the air and said, I know, right? I know, right? I know, right? Okay, okay. James said his wife sometimes will say, Five sure instead of four sure. How about Five this one? Five sure, get it? It's like wait, wait, extra And confident. he goes, I dislike it very much. <laughs> a few years ago, oh, I've a, a few years ago, this is from Stephanie. I was going on a few dates with this gentleman until one day he called me up and asked. <laughs> he asked me if I wanted to get, quote, some nudes, bro. I said, excuse me, what was that? And he again asked, would you like to go get some nudes? Even though I understand he was asking if I wanted to go get some noodles, that was enough for me. We never went on that date or any others after that. I don't think I like the word noodles. Like if someone said, hey, what do you want for dinner? Oh, how about some noodles? You're more of a pasta person? Yeah, I wouldn't say noodles. That's so lame. I once, listen, I'll just, my cousin Ryan, cousin Ryan, if you're listening and you're not, he called pizza za, and I want to drive my head through a drywall. <laughs> That's very Californian, <laughs> right? Oh, it's really tough like, to hear. Like Valley Girl stuff. Like, oh my God, should we get some za? Oh my gosh. Now my mom, Jane, listening from Pittsburgh says, oh, I feel totally different than my mom on this. When the waitresses call you honey, oh, the tip is going down. Wow. Oh, really? For me, it's going up. Yeah. I like it. Okay, hon. Yeah, but it has to be an older waitress. Like with a like a diner lady. Or like a teenage boy. Or I'm okay if it's a... I thought it doesn't need to be someone old. I think it has to be someone older. No, because sometimes you can tell... The younger person, they're going to live here forever, and so they're going to grow into this. They're a local. They're comfortable here. There is no pretense. Okay, hon. Jin's notes you want? Jin's order yet? You want some scrapple? <laughs> That's a rectangular log of pork. <laughs> uh, oh, you guys. I want to go. No! Let's oh, all stretch. We, we all could right. stretch. We should stretch. Ow! Okay. When we come back, oh yeah, how's your homemade sling going? Don't worry, it's getting better. I'm not you. using my arm. Okay. When we come back, a little crypto talk. It was a bad 
day for crypto and presumably a bad day for some celebrities. Like, I think really bad. I'll explain the kind of sort of what I know about this. Uh, when we come back, it is Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, just real quick. Um, maybe these will trickle in throughout the whole show, but uh, we were talking about what praises we judge people for. Got an email from Ryan. He says, I'm not from this state and it drives me. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nuts when people end sentences with the word with. Want to come with? Oh. He says his nine-year-old is starting to use it. Ugh. Yeah, that's a pet peeve of mine, too. Whoa. That and can you borrow me a dollar? Okay, so you're asking Steve and I to go to the calf later. What do you? How do you ask? I um, say, do you want to come with me to the calf? Okay. Come with me. Hey Rocco, do you want to come with me? So you don't think you say I want to come with? I might, but I don't like it. Huh. I feel very. Um. Not enraged by that at all. I, <laughs> so I feel like it sounds nice. Oh, hey, you want to come with? Yeah. But why, I mean, are what you, is... why don't you finish the sentence? I don't understand. What, do you need more context clues to understand what I meant? Come with who, Donna? Yeah, yes. what does that mean? Hmm. We, the, the come, I don't even know if I'm a part of the come with community, but I'm speaking <laughs> on their behalf right now. Okay. We're clapping back and saying, figure it out. It's not like some cliffhanger. No, we know what it means. Okay. It just sounds so not good. You're probably well, going to so defend the milk people, too. Absolutely not. They should be imprisoned. <laughs> people who say milk, people who say, can you put my bagel in a bag, need to go <laughs> to the rock. Alcatraz. Can you borrow me a dollar? No, no, because that's not how that verb works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a lot of tough. people do that. You guys want a guten tag? Also, some people yes. say, are you... I don't like it when people say, are you joking me? Hmm. You're either joking with me or you're kidding me, right? Right. Sure. Ooh, let's nitpick. Let's go to the phones. Hi there, guten tag. You now are on the Don and Steve uh, experience. Who's this? Hi. Hello. Hi, who Hello. is this? Hi there. Hi. Are you talking to me? Yeah, Nobody you talking answered. to me? Oh, well, nobody answered the phone. It just oh. went into the radio thing. Oh. Anyway, um... What I was going to say is, yes, that's a dangling participle when you say that. Um, and it's also, it also drives me crazy when people say, what, who did you do that for? You want to say, for whom did you do that? Right. Uh, somebody's got a dangling participle drive. Well, like Donna, yeah. drives me crazy. It's a dangling participle. That's we don't like dangling participles. We don't like anything dangling, to be honest. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. Hey, wait, while you're you still all... here, how do you feel about um, ending a sentence with a preposition? Well, you'd have to give me an example. Um, oh, gosh, I'm so... 75. It's been a long time since I've been out of school. So. Um, 
Wait, oh, crap. Why can I not think of an example now? Is he, um, do you want to ride in the back? No, that's not it. That's a, that's a, is, that what, is that a preposition is that? then? Okay, probably is a preposition. you want to ride in the back seat, you'd want to say. No. Yeah, that's well, that's ending correct. with, isn't in? Oh, this is fun. Are no, you an English teacher? No, but back is not. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to come in? That would be a preposition. Yeah, but. Not in, do you want to ride but, in the well, back. Well, it's a prepositional phrase. Is yeah, what but I the, just did. right, but that's not the rule. The English rule is you can't end a sentence with oh, a preposition. Okay. Well, it's like Donna says you have to finish the sentence. Sure. Do you want to come in the car? Do you want to come in the back seat? You, you know. Yeah. Right. Are you an English right? teacher? Are you an English teacher? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no. Nope. Okay. Well, thank oh, okay. you for calling. <laughs> Thank I you. Mean, I have been, but no, I would have loved to study that. But well, no. thank you for being our dangling listener today. Thanks for the call. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, um, my mom, who's listening intently, I knew she'd care about this. Prepositions. Here's an example. Where are you at? That's oh. ending a sentence with a preposition. Sure. Okay. You want to take another one? Sure. Kirsten. Hey, Kirsten. Welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. How are you? I'm super great. How are you? We are doing well. What are you there calling? Is well, yes, well is the proper word to say there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got an English teacher on the line. What's on your mind? Uh, no. <laughs> no, my dad was just very, very, very strict about grammar. Yes. That being said, what drives me crazy, and I get it's nitpicking, but it drives me crazy, is when people continually say right when they're telling you a story. Like like they have to get your approval or your validation. Oh, Interesting. Drives me insane, and I have one particular um, sister that does it, and I, I just I get really irritated with her. But which you know, it's just a stupid thing. But right. yeah, she'll she'll be telling me a story, and then she'll keep going right, right, and I'm like, no, you just keep sto- you, I, go, just keep telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> now maybe I think when someone says right, they might be concerned that you're not listening well to the story <laughs> that they're telling. Do you think that you're a good listener? I am a good listener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve, get off her back. Her voice went up. Well, I know. I have to do that sometimes. I have a friend of mine who really struggles. If your story goes north of eight seconds, even like if you're not performing, you're not like on the air, so to speak, uh, very difficult to keep this person's attention. So I can, I'm, I'm with your friend. You're... I think you suck at listening. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you for calling. We love Hi. you. Here's an example from Krista. She says, what account do you want me to put that in? That's ending the sentence with a preposition. Right. Correct. Thank yeah. you. Never use a preposition to end a sentence with. Ha, ha, ha. That's funny. That's your rule of thumb. That's funny. Okay, okay. Borrow me a dollar. After studying in Norway for a semester, uh, Misha says, I realize phrases like, can you borrow me a dollar is a direct translation from Scandinavian languages. Oh, okay. It was probably passed down through generations and kids didn't feel it necessary to use what we were taught in school. Okay. Okay. Well, then we're all learning together here. Another person said, I can't stand. I seen him. Oh, I seen yeah. him at the store. Mm. Yeah, that irritates, I think, a lot of people. They don't feel great about that. They sure don't, Steve. And now, back to your story. In um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on it. 
I'm going to sit right. on it. I'm going to wait until 11 o'clock because there are some big celebrities that I was just scrolling on this page, and I'm like, oh, what are they going to say about this? What are they going to say about this? In short, there are a lot of celebrities who backed a company, a cryptocurrency company, and that cryptocurrency company is in some real trouble no. right now. I'm going to read off the names of the celebrities who were backing it and find out what's going to come next. I'll try to make sense of it. It's crypto, which means we only can ever half understand it. Uh, but we'll dig into the celebrities that it might be impacting today, some big names. We'll get to that when we come back. Donna, Steve, on my time. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 